Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Uh, This week, I'm excited to welcome another blooming business sister, um, Ann Yeager-McCroskey, and she is the funeral director of Stiff Funeral Home in Danville, Kentucky. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Um, I have not um, had anybody on the show that does what you do, so I'm really excited to (laughs) learn more. (laughs) Um, Before we get into all that, um, how's your champagne today? Oh, it's wonderful. Awesome. Yeah, it's always in the pop. It was was, was amazing. (laughs) I heard it, so it did sound pretty eventful. Um, It did look like something out of a movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm excited. It's a good way to kick off the, you know, Thanksgiving week. Um, So thanks to our sponsor, Naked Winery. Um, if you're ever in Hood River, Bend, or Seaside, Oregon, make sure to visit them. Um, and if not, you can look at their amazing wines online at nakedwinery.com. Okay, so digging into all the, the good stuff. Um, so how long have you been doing what you do? You know, what is your business? Um, how did it get started? You know, all that, all the history. Well, I have, I've been a funeral director uh, as long as I can remember. I grew up in the business and I thought it was completely normal to hang out in a funeral home. My mom owns our funeral home and she took over the business in 1981 when my grandfather died. She's the third generation. I'm the fourth generation. And back then there weren't many females in funeral service. Mm-hmm. There still aren't more and more every day. But um, that's one of the things that I'm so proud of is that my mom really pioneered for me and so taught me that it, I could be a funeral director, that it wasn't just a man's world. But um, I, I grew up and I accidentally met with my first family when I was 16 and I led my first funeral when I was 19. And then I went off to college and um, then more choice school. And then I moved home in 2002 and I've been at the funeral home full time since 2002. Wow. That's so cool. Um, it's funny. We recently showed my, I have a nine-year-old daughter and we got my girl and she was like, she loved the movie and she was just asking all these questions. She's like, why does that little girl, you know, do all these things. And, um, it just made me think of you and, um, or think of that when we just started the podcast. <laughs> Everybody asks me if I'm like my girl, but it's nothing like that. Unfortunately, it's right. nothing like my life. Right. <laughs> yeah, use, totally. We don't, we don't use blue eyeshadow unless, unless someone wants it. Um, <laughs> but we also, I also wasn't around. I wasn't allowed in the embalming room as a kid. It was, it was a place of dignity and we weren't allowed in there. Yeah. Um, but it's, um, I I'll actually, you say your daughter, and that's one of my passions is working with children and explaining death to children. I, I love teaching them and um, helping them through this with, it's, it's hard enough for adults. So mm-hmm. can you imagine what kids think when they're going through a death? Yeah. Um, sadly, I've lost both of my parents in the last, within the last almost three years, um, pretty close together. And mm-hmm. even today, my kids brought up, a, you know, something about my, my mom and cause it's Thanksgiving this week and they were just, you know, all sad about it. And it's just, yeah, like it is, it's hard to explain that to them. And like you said, as an adult, it's, it's still hard to work through, you know? 
no, we do. We want to, we want to protect our kids' innocence. And, mm-hmm. uh, but unfortunately by protecting their innocence, when it comes to death, it's, it just creates more questions and problems. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's, it's hard to try and explain that to, you know, she was five or no, she was yeah. six when my dad first passed away. And then my, I have a son that's younger than her. And yeah. So, um, so how do you, um, balance life and work. Uh, do you have any tips or anything like that that helps your business thrive that makes it easier for you or things like that? I plan, I plan, plan, plan. Cause you can't plan for death. Um, so, so I, I do everything from, um, as soon as I get the laundry done, I put together all my daughter's outfits and hang them up in her room for the week. So that if I have to be out early in the morning, or have an early morning meeting. Um, my husband doesn't have a problem getting her dressed. That's a great idea. <laughs> um, some, some weeks, I also, if I know our week is going to be super crazy, I'll even put together, I'll go ahead and look at my week and see what all I have, and I'll put together my own clothes. I use um, Instacart. It's probably my favorite thing so I can schedule my groceries show up. And I don't. I get, to, I get to spend time with my daughter instead of time in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. So that's... I, Getting my getting my groceries delivered has been a game changer this year. That I've heard I that like from a few people. Like we don't have hour. it, we don't have the service where I'm at, and I am so jealous. <laughs> uh, I, I I really didn't think we would have it yet because I'm in a, I'm in small town Kentucky, and I love my small town. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I love I love my Instacart. It's it does it because just I think about the hours and the frustration from being at the grocery mm-hmm. store and, and all of that, and instead I get to be home with her and making dinner or. Um, playing with her, just spending really good time with her versus spending my time fighting her for cereal in the grocery store. Right. Yes. That's the worst walking through and trying to say, you know, not say yes to everything they ask for. <laughs> <laughs> and just try to keep the, tam- the no temper tantrums. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I mean, and you know, a lot of people I've talked to, you know, like they, it'll be a lot of professionally, this is what I do to balance. And, but I love that, you know, you're talking about that. That's like personal because, you know, as a what we do, you know, it, they're kind of blend together sometimes. So anything that we can balance, it just helps the other one as well. It, it does. So I find that I find the little things that I do at home to keep me sane, make me clear at work. Because if I don't, if I'm not worried about things at home, if I feel like I have everything handled and my daughter and my husband are well taken care of, then I can better focus on what I need to do here. Because when I'm working with a family, one of my client families, I need to give them a hundred percent of my attention. Mm-hmm. And so I, for me personally, if I have everything handled at home and the fridge is stocked and the clothes are ready and everything and the counters are wiped out, things are good. Then I feel like I can, I can be a hundred percent here for my families. Yeah. I love that. That makes total sense. Um, other than Instacart, do you have any like apps or automation that you just love and you use, whether like personal or business, anything like that? Um, in, in business, um, we use, so I have personally and professionally, um, because actually I have, so I'm a funeral director full-time. That's my passion. And then I have um, two other businesses. My husband and I own a restaurant and I opened an Airbnb last year. Oh, I um, didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Busy, yeah. but awesome. <laughs> Apparently I really like to work. I, I do. <laughs> Um, so like I found even little things, like I have gotten all of our bank accounts, um, online and I have the apps for them so that I can check everything, um, just easy without having to, um, go through, even sit down at the computer. Mm -hmm. I can spend five minutes versus 10 to 15 minutes and I can check all of our businesses and I can, um, update things and make sure everything's running well, um, for communication, um, right now, um, we're using Slack. 
Love it. Um, and then uh, we also use Marco Polo for video messages. Yeah, that's a fun uh, app. Yeah. So, so those are two. That way, that way, communication doesn't get lost because that's that's a hard thing in business and in personal uh, it, communication. Knowing what's going on with the other person, and just to keep in touch with with friends. Uh, I have I have found that I started out with Marco Polo for business, but um, now I love it for some of my friends. My college friends are across the country. We all live in different states, mm-hmm. so my daughter sends them messages and they send her messages. And so it's really neat that my sorority sisters get to watch my daughter grow up. Oh, that's awesome. Like that. It's just so cool that technology can do that now. You know, like I yeah. mean, when we were growing up, we didn't have things like that. So it's just so, so neat. Um, yeah. Like we were saying before, like I grew up, you know, in Louisiana. And so we still have a lot of family and friends down there and yeah, similar. Like we do a lot of FaceTime and things like that, but mm-hmm you know, just being able to keep in touch and grow those relationships like personally and, you know, business-wise is great. So what do you do to help your business grow? You know, like how do you get out of your comfort zone to keep pushing and, you know, reaching your goals? And do you have any examples of this? It it is different with a funeral home because um, my goals are a little bit different. My goals are to uh, different and same at the same time. Because my goal is to reach as many families as possible and to help as many people grieve well as possible. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've actually taken a little bit different approach and um, than probably most. Because when you think of funeral homes, you think of it as being very traditional. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I'll do a funeral anywhere you want. You want to have it on the Ninth Grand Country Club? We'll have it on the Ninth Grand Country Club. Um, I've had them at, at any, anywhere, anywhere you can imagine. Um, but so I also, in order to explain that to the public, because it's one of those things that when a death happens, it doesn't, um, it's hard to get out of what you're used to doing, what you've always done in the past or always seen in the past. Mm-hmm. So my goal is always to educate the public and the ways I, I educate the public. Um, I've gone to a lot of FaceTime lives and, uh, Instagram stories mm-hmm. so that I can educate the public and so that they can know who I am and know what we do, mm-hmm. um, here at my funeral home. It's um, it's one of those strange situations where first I thought no one's going to want to listen to a funeral director, no one's going to want to hear me talk about cremations or, but I forget that everyone has the same questions. Mm-hmm. Everyone has that. Everyone has the same questions. Everybody wants to know stuff, and and you don't know what you don't know. So and and I can't drive a stick um, and I can't bake you a cake, but when it comes to death, I'm your girl. I can answer all your questions. <laughs> so I found that I have to put myself on platforms that can do that. Mm-hmm. That makes total sense. I mean, um, and, I re- oh, I'm sorry, keep going. Oh no, and get out of your comfort zone because when I first went to um, Inspired Retreat, it's for creatives. It's yeah. um, it's a it's a creative retreat. It's amazing, but it, I was. She tells you what to wear, what colors to wear, which sounded absolutely crazy to me. I just wanted to wear my funeral suit or my black pants and be done with it. Um, so that was actually getting me out of my comfort zone more than anything, because that was probably more, you could have given me an entire room of men in suits and I'd have been fine. Right. But walking in there with a bunch of women business, um, business owners scared the, the who were all dressing cute or it scared the bejeebas out of me. Um, but, but I love inspired. And every year when I go back, um, I have learned more and more and I always take away goodness. So get out of your comfort zone. I do suggest everyone get out of their comfort zone and find the things. For me, it was the world of creative entrepreneurs, which is funny because <laughs> this is your world. Um, but but pushing myself and actually going and doing those things and, and continuing to join in, um, that was the hard part for me. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. But yeah, like now that I think of it, and you know what you do, it's to opposed to, you know, the majority of a lot of the girls like that big, I could oh, totally understand why that would be uncomfortable. And I'm so bummed that I missed I'm totally gonna make it next year. But um, all the pictures and everything just looks so amazing. It looks like y'all had such a great time. No, it is. Amber completely loves on you. She has grown so much and does such an amazing job. Yeah, yeah, she seems so sweet. I can't wait to meet her in real life. Um, but I love that what you were saying. Like, uh, I like we. I recently went to like a local chamber, um, like coffee clatter, like the monthly coffee things, and uh-huh. um, it was put on by the funeral um, place here in town. And at first, I was like, oh, uh, how, like that's gonna be kind of awkward. Like, I didn't really know what to expect, you know. And um, and it was in October, and he actually called it because they call it um, a coffee connection. They, he called it the coffin connection. <laughs> and like, he made it so relatable. And he was like, I, I really sincerely hope I don't see any of y'all or your families here, but you know, it's inevitable. And if, and when do, I want you to know me. I want you to know my staff. I want you to know what we do. And this is what we do. And it was just, I was so impressed. Like, cause it, I, it wasn't what I was thinking it was going to be like at all. You know what I mean? It is. So, and taking those little steps are so important. And it, cause if it scares you, then you should do it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I'm sure he was probably like, um, yeah, um, let's, let's do this. And I'm sure, you know, it was probably not uncomfortable, but I don't know, but could have been because it's not the usual, you know, it's usually like the local coffee shops putting on the coffee connections. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so. Cause you, being a funeral director, you never know how people are going to react to you. Yeah, I'm sure. Cause it's a, a, I don't know how to say like a touchy subject, you know what I mean? Like, so I, I imagine you run into interesting things. I do. I have some people who just literally almost run and hide from me when they find oh, out I'm a funeral director. They, they're like, oh, nope, out. And, and, but it's, it's just because everybody has, and that's one of the things that I want to do with children and, and with helping more families grieve better is that if you don't have that hangout, then you can talk about death and you can be okay with it. And so mm-hmm. henceforth, you can grieve better. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, cause you know, like he said, it's inevitable. So, I mean, you, we should talk about it, you know, instead of Mm-hmm. fear it and things. Um, today I was actually on one of the Facebook groups I'm on and I think it was one of the bigger ones and somebody was in there asking for children's books, um, about grieving because somebody that I think it was a family member had a terminal illness and they weren't sure how to, you know, talk to their child about it. So I don't know if books are in your, um, plan, but I mean, that makes sense too, to have a book that, that talks about it. It is. And in my, in my long range is, uh, because people do, they need, they need help and they need an arsenal of things that they can go to when they need this help. So it's not something everybody talks about every day. Right. Uh, but in the moment when it happens or when you know it's inevitable, uh, I want to be able to supply families with all the knowledge that they need Yeah. to be able to help themselves and their kids. That's awesome. I love it. Um, so yeah, do you have any, well, you talked about getting out of our comfort zones. Do you have any advice for how business owners can do that to get out of their comfort zone? Oh, take the leap. Yeah. Um, just sign up for it. That, that, <laughs> that, that was, that was the hardest, the very first time that I went to Inspired, um, just making the commitment to spend the money to say, and I had I mean, I kind of knew what it was. I had read about it and that kind of thing. And luckily it wasn't far from my house. So I thought, okay, if it's just, if it don't, if it doesn't work at all, then I'll, you know, let's just come home. Um, but, but getting out of your box because we're so used to doing things the way we've always done them. Um, pushing ourselves to to look at things and question things different. So this is my goal. 
And this is how I've always thought I was going to get there. Well, how are the otherwise? And bounce that off a friend who's not in your profession of how would you get there? How would you get to the end result? Because that's sometimes where we don't talk enough and write these things down and actually look at our goals. And this is my plan and bounce those questions, bounce those ideas off a friend. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, we can, we can get, um, tunnel vision sometimes when it comes to our businesses, you know, and then not even really think about what other people that might not be resonating with them at all, you know? Yeah. yeah I love that. And there's so many in there. Just, just stay curious. So that's, I think that's one of the big things. I just read the book Essentialism and, and that was one of um, his big was to always question. Oh, okay. I've heard of that book. Um, I think somebody else mm-hmm. on the, this podcast recommended it. So awesome. Um, yeah. Speaking of that, so is, uh, Moving into your five favorites. Um, what is your favorite book? Um, right now, essentialism is. I just finished <laughs> it, and it was it was it was wonderful. Like I took notes the whole. I was completely geeked out on it, um, and took so much away from that book. Greg McKeown was just wonderful. Um, it made me want to simplify my whole life. Awesome. Yeah. But, but, I'll, but I'll never be that good. I'll never be, <laughs> life will never be that simple for me. <laughs> right. Well, it sounds like you're, in a great, like you're off to a great start. I mean, I never even thought about getting all my daughter's outfits ready. Like I kind of have it in mind, like what I'm going to wear, but I mean, I don't really have to leave the house a whole lot, but just even those little things, like all of those add up, you know? Yeah. The, the not to fight over hair bows and socks in the morning is, right. is just nice. Right. It's priceless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah. So your next one, what's your favorite drink? Um, oh, that's hard. We own a restaurant. So, um, it's really whatever, um, our, I get to try out all the cocktails at our restaurant. Oh, fun. Yes. And so lately we've been working on, uh, or we've had a apple cider mimosa. Ooh. Maybe what I do with the rest of this bottle, um, <laughs> is, uh, because it, it, if you haven't had an apple cider mimosa, you should really try it. They're wonderful. No, I didn't. I've never even heard of one. I didn't even know yeah. it was a thing. I'm gonna have to try I it. I love yes. mimosas. Um, what kind of restaurant do y'all have? Um, barbecue. My husband's from just uh, south of um, Memphis, so it's Memphis style barbecue in Kentucky. Oh, yum! Mm, I love <laughs> barbecue. <laughs> um, awesome. Uh, what's your favorite thing to do to relax? Yoga. Mm. In fact, I just finished a yoga class. Oh, that's awesome. I've never done it. Uh, not once. Oh, oh, every mom, every mom should have a yoga practice of some sort. Find a good yoga teacher. It's they're worth their weight in gold. Oh, awesome. Okay. Good to know. I mean, I know I need to, or I at least need to stretch. I mean, there's a lot of things I need to do, but <laughs> um, good to know. Maybe I'll have to go try one soon. Um, what's your favorite thing to watch? Trash TV. <laughs> If I'm watching TV, it's going to be like Real Housewives. I do not want anything serious. I just want something ridiculous to watch. Yeah. Well, so, it's just easy to kind of numb, you know, like you don't yeah. have to think about it. I don't, don't want to, yeah. I think enough during the day. I don't, I don't want to have to think and watch TV. Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, where's your favorite place to go? Mm, that's so hard. Um, my husband's hometown in Mississippi. It's a little town called Holly Springs, Mississippi. Oh. And it's just so precious and sweet. I love it. And so we, that's, we, we don't take near as many vacations because we spend more time there. That's awesome. Um, we evacuated. I can't remember what hurricane it was. I mean, I was like in high school. So this was like late nineties and we evacuated to Holly Springs. And I remember staying there and oh. enjoying that little town. <laughs> oh, how funny. Yeah. It's yeah. hilarious. Um, yeah. It's so pretty up there in that area. Um, I almost went to Ole Miss and then my, um, uh, 
an ex-boyfriend that was from like Batesville. So like we always spent so much time up there. Oh yeah. And his little town has just embraced me and they are so sweet. I just love them. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so where can everybody find you? Um, your website, social media, um, all of that stuff. So my Instagram is Annie Aker, A-N-N-Y-A-G-E-R, all lowercase and together because my first name is a double name. It's a, it's a good Southern name. Um, and then my website is www.stithcares.com. My funeral home is on Instagram, Stith Funeral Home. That okay. is Stith F-H. Uh, and Facebook. And then my restaurant is Harvey's. And my Airbnb is Sofa Overlook. Yeah, you are so busy. Do you like doing Airbnb? How is that going? Like, it seems like that would be neat. Um, I do. I didn't. I didn't really know what I was doing. I just really liked the apartment above our restaurant and thought it was kind of a a wasted. It, they were renting it monthly, and I thought it was kind of a wasted space because it was such a neat apartment. It's a hundred plus year old building and oh. um, just got hardwood floors and eleven foot ceilings and. Um, fireplaces in every room. And I just kind of fell in love with the apartment. And I was like, what if we did an Airbnb? And my husband was like, you've lost your mind. We don't need one more thing. <laughs> he was like, it's the one more thing. And I was like, I know, but I really think we should do this. And so he was like, fine. And uh, <laughs> he, he begrudgingly got on board and it's been so much fun being a hostess and welcoming people into my town. That's one of the things I just love my town. My The hashtag I use all the time is my small town life. Um, so it's been so much fun to welcome people here and get to meet people who are coming to visit. So I love it. Oh, that's awesome. That seems like that would just, yeah, be so much fun. And like you said, to show them your town. So that's so cool. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I'm so glad we were finally able to connect and, you know, all the wine and just rescheduling and and all that. (laughs) Thank you so much, Nicole. Yeah. Thank you. And have a great Thanksgiving. Okay, you too. Take care, everybody. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone.